This is Affiliates in Action, May 2016. This is Rick Morin, and it's my pleasure to introduce part one of a two-part series regarding the ACB National Convention happening this year in Minneapolis, Minnesota, from Friday, July 1 to Saturday, July 9. In this episode, Debbie Hazelton sits down with Janet Dickelman, the ACB National Convention Coordinator, and they talk about such things as how to pre-register for the convention, how to make your way to Minneapolis either by airport or other means, how to find your way around the hotel, and very importantly, all the tours, a full rundown of all the tours that will be occurring the entire week from Friday all the way through Saturday. Debbie also has a special nickname that she christens Janet with that we think you'll get a kick out of. After Deb's chat with Janet, she sits down with Carla Rushable, the ACB treasurer, and they talk about the Mini Mall and what you'll be able to get at the Mini Mall at convention. We hope you find this information informative. I'm thrilled to have you here on Affiliates in Action. It's about time, and here we are nearing convention, and you're our convention oh, I mama. I, I guess that's who I am. <laughs> Has anybody ever called you that? Nobody's ever called me the convention mama. People have called me 1-800-ASK-JANET. <laughs> People have called me crazy. Well, I mean, that's a good thing. It's but, good to yeah, be a little yeah. crazy. But I, right. I, I love being the convention mama. I think that's really cool. And yeah. I've been been the convention mama since 2012. I was the co-mama in 2011. Wow. Did you know what you were and getting into? No. <laughs> not at all. I had a little idea. <laughs> oh, boy. In fact, when I was called and asked if I would be willing to be the the chair of the convention, I got off the phone and I said to my husband, wow, what an honor. They asked me to be the convention coordinator. And he said, well, how much work is it? I said, well, I don't know, but what an honor. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized, oh, it's not an honor. No, oh, it is. It is and it isn't. It's like, oh, it, boy. It is. And yeah. I, I enjoy, I really enjoy doing it. And I hope people feel that I do a good job at it. Wow. It's fun, and it keeps me busy, and I try to, you know, I try to make everybody happy, but it's juggling a lot of balls. It is, and you, you definitely put your love into it. I think oh. we all feel that, your love and caring and, and very hard work. And for those of you who haven't, at the end of the convention, I do a convention report during general session, and I'm always in tears at the end of it. Oh, I know. It was successful, and I'm so grateful to everybody who helps, and I have an absolutely wonderful committee. Well, and that I is wonderful. So. That is super, super, super. So let's talk a little bit about the convention, and what I want to kind of start out with is people talk a little bit about people who've never attended the convention. If you're listening, like, what's this convention? Great. Well, first of all, it's the National Convention of American Council of the Blind, and this year it's in Minneapolis, and uh and I'll tell you more about that, of course, as we get into things. But we have a myriad of workshops, seminars, exhibits, and tours. We probably have about 350 different activities throughout the convention. So it's really a very wow. busy it's always time. Amazing. 
Um, I'm going to list some of our special interest affiliates, and if I've forgotten anybody, I'm sorry, affiliates, but I just want people kind of to know what we have going on. We have a myriad of groups. We have a group for blind teachers. We have a group for um, aging and vision loss. We have an AAVIA, which is for attorneys. We have diabetics. We have ACB families. We have government employees. We have lions. We have radio amateurs. We have students. We have blind information technology. We have Blind Pride International. We have a group for people who are Braille users. We have a group, Citizens um, with Low Vision International. We have Friends in Art. We have a Guide Dog Users group. We have independently independent visually impaired entrepreneurs. We have library users. We have vendors, Randolph Shepard vendors, and we have veterans. So if you can't find a group that you might fit into or be interested in, you don't have to be a member of any of these groups. They all have programming during the convention, and you can go to any of their meetings or any of their programs. We have committees for international relations. We have multicultural concerns. We have women's concerns. We basically have it all. And then on top of that, we have our exhibit hall, which has about 80 different exhibits. And we have our general sessions, which are filled with all different kinds of speakers on technology and on off-the-shelf products that are available for people who are blind, visually impaired, and advocacy. And then we have a lot of fun stuff, too, all of our tours. So that's kind of the convention in a nutshell. Wow. And, you know, I think what's what I love about that is it's a great way for anyone on the blindness or visually impaired continuum to know that there's something for everyone and that none of us is alone and that we are people first with many, many interests and needs who happen to be blind or visually impaired. That is that is correct. And it's really, it's very amazing. The first convention I ever actually attended was in 2007, and I didn't really know what to expect, but it was in my backyard, and I had helped work on the convention some, so I thought, well, best, best attend. And I was amazed. It is it's a huge. We have about 1,100 people that attend. Wow. So it's... And while we have those special interest affiliates, we also have all of our state affiliates. Yes. And a lot of our state affiliates have gatherings. They have caucuses for our uh, elected officers. And, you know, they'll meet. I think the thing to me that is the most important of the convention is just the ability to network and as Debbie said to realize that you're not out there by yourself you're going to meet a lot of people and make a lot of friends and also find a lot of resources and and, yes, and what contacts and resources contacts and yes. resources yes absolutely so in 07 this was then in Minnesota right it was where in Minneapolis, is, yes and yes. I happened to be the president of our state affiliate and I had never taken the time to go to a convention because it was always a busy time for me at work and I just didn't want to, I hate to say this, but I didn't want to use my vacation time to go to a convention. Oh, good point. But then I, then I realized, hey, wait a minute, maybe this is worth my while. So then I, after that, I just kept coming back. What was your impression to... after you, when you first went? My impression when I first went was it's 
honestly, I thought this is a little overwhelming when you think of 1,100 people who are blind and visually impaired. Um, it's, but once you get in, get your momentum and understand how the convention works and start attending some activity, that's fine. I know in my early days of going to convention, I would just, I couldn't wait to get the program, couldn't wait to get my bag of all the goodies and sit down and I would always just feel absolutely blown away at all that is covered, all all that goes into the fine tuning of every little thing that's in that program for people to know about. And we really do try to make things as easy for attendees as we can. Oh, you sure do. We have some great volunteers. Uh, Our volunteers aren't personal assistants, but they'll certainly help you to get from point A to point B in the hotel. And um, we have volunteers on our tours so that you can attend the tour comfortably. And we have uh, lists of restaurants, local restaurants that we send out that are available to us. Um, we have we try to get a lot of braille menus. The hotel always has braille menus. We are putting together, as we do every year, a hotel orientation guide that will tell you about where things are located in the hotel. And then we also are going to have, again this year, um, MD Support is putting in their indoor navigation technology, uh, which it sends audible instructions to help locate meeting rooms, restrooms, and restaurants. And um, if you have an iDevice, an iPhone, S or later, or an iPad uh, for a later technology, guide you through the hotel. It's, it's really pretty amazing. And uh, the only thing you'll need to know is your Apple Store ID and uh, your password. And you can download the app in advance, or you can download it when you get to the convention. And their website to check it out is www.mdsupport, that's M-D-S-U-P-P-O-R-T dot org, O-R-G, slash audio, A-U-D-I-O, guide, G-U-I-D-E. M-D-support dot O-R-G slash audio guide. Correct. Cool. Wow. So that is really a great piece of technology that will help people maneuver around the hotel. Should we talk about convention? Yeah. Um, as we were discussing, we have a very large program. Some of our convention activities have a cost. Some of them don't. So starting May 19th, our pre-registration for the convention will open up, and that will run from May 19th through June 22nd. And you can register either online at our website, www.acb.org, or you can register by telephone, and that number is 800-866-3242. The registration information will also be available on Audio Now through ACB Radio. Cool. And will will also be available... um, it has been in the last few years, and I assume it's going to be again this year. Kim Charleston, our president, takes care of getting this on NFB Newsline. So if you're not a computer person, you can listen to it in several different manners. 
And if you do not want to register online, you can call at the registration number, leave your name and phone number, and we have a cadre of three, sometimes four people. If I have a few minutes to help with registrations, we'll call you back to take your convention registration over the phone. And we'll go through all of the activities are listed. The activities that have a price have a registration price and then an at-the-convention price. So if you pre-register, you save a couple of dollars for each event. And more importantly, especially for some of the tours, if you register early, you can make sure that you have a place on, on the tours and some of our activities that fill up. So as I said, registration is open from May 19th to June 22nd. And, and there's a base it, registration fee as well, right? Yeah. But for yeah. everything to get you into the convention, to get you into the exhibit hall, to get you into our general sessions, plus a lot of activities that have no charge, the registration fee is $15. Okay. So it's certainly not. And you could attend the convention and just do the pre-registration and probably and have enough to keep you busy without even going to any of the events that have a cost. Yeah, it's interesting. You're probably going to want to because there's so much going on, and a lot of the activities that have a little bit of a cost are a luncheon or a breakfast, and you get a meal. That's right. That's right. And it's hard to know sometimes beforehand, and then at other times from going several different years, there might be something like, Oh, gosh, you know, I know I don't want to miss this one or that one. But I know my first year, wow, I, I over-signed up for all kinds of things that I couldn't oh, get yeah. to. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but it is, it's so nice to look at the registration form oh, and fun. be able to do that. For those of you who have registered online in the past, um, we've done a few changes with the registration website. Unfortunately, the password and the username that you used last year is not going to work for with this new configuration for registration. However, we promise that whatever you establish this year is going to work for many years to come. So can so that means by having a password and username. So you if you register you can go back in and we have made it so that you can go back in and even after you've paid your registration, you still should be able to go back in and add in items, which is wonderful. Yep. So, and we're going to have a little bit of a change with our registration pickup. What happens, for those of you who aren't familiar, once you've pre-registered for the convention, you come to the convention, and as uh, Debbie mentioned, you get your badge, mm-hmm. you get your goodie bag with all kinds of a lot of our vendors put in informational information, and then our host committee works at getting all kinds of goodies to put in the bag. I know personally, since the host committee is from Minnesota, I know that we have lots of good stuff for our goodie bags, lots of candy and <laughs> toothbrushes and toothpaste for that for that candy. Yay! <laughs> and uh, lots of other fun things. Cool. I know there's usually something from the cafe in there, too. Yep. Yes, there's coupons. We have a couple of uh, our sponsors that will sponsor a day at our ACB Cafe, and there's a dollar coupon for a couple of different days. I think there might even be three ACB Cafe days this year. I'm not positive. Mm -hmm. I know there there should be at least two, but um, so that's always that's always nice. But what we're going to do for registration this year? Registration used to open up Thursday night for convention pickup. 
mm-hmm. um, the registration pickup. But we're not going to do that this year because we decided it really wasn't necessary. Uh, but for those of you going on the Friday morning tour, don't worry. The tour coordinator, when you get to the bus, will have a list of everyone on the tour and give you your ticket right then and there so you don't have to worry about rushing in and being at registration before it closes Thursday night at 9 o'clock and being afraid you're going to miss your tour because that's not an issue. Just go directly to the bus. Um, What we're doing uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for uh, registration, we are having it open from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. for pre-registration pickup only. Okay. And what happens is sometimes registration gets really busy because people are coming to pick up their packets, which is wonderful. And then there's a few people who haven't registered and, you know, they need some assistance and need to go through everything. So that oh, kind of makes it a little delayed for people picking up their registration packets. So to kind of help out with this log jam, Monday or Friday, Saturday, Sunday from 8 to 11, it is pre-reg package pickup only. And then after 11 a.m., you can come and pick up your packet or it'll be for people who have not registered yet. So we think that this is going to be a really good change and streamline the registration process because most people do pre-register. So I think this is going to be really helpful to have a time just for you to get your registration packet a little incentive. And then the rest of the week, Monday through Friday, you can pick up or register anytime during the day that registration is open. Gosh, do people so, still come late past? I mean, how late do people come? Well, we will. We may have people who will come on Friday by a day pass and just go to the banquet. We do. Okay. We keep registration open, and registration stays open through Friday. Also, because if anyone you know has an issue about their to vote for in our ACB elections, you have to have a, a dot badge. on your badge. Yep. And the dot on your badge indicates that you have paid your ACB dues and that you are listed as an ACB member. Mm-hmm. So there's always questions about that. So, yes, registration stays open through Friday. Okay. Cool. Shall we talk about tours? Yeah, let's talk about tours. I think probably, especially early on in the convention beginning process, the most questions I get are, what are the tours going to be? Where are we going? (laughs) So I'm going to tell you. All right. (laughs) All right. Friday. And we have our tours starting. Okay, anybody out here, I'm sure a lot of you, I know I was a big fan, I don't know if you were, Debbie, of the Laura Ingalls Wilder books. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We're going to go to the Laura Ingalls Wilder Museum in Walnut Grove, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And we're going to see all the things that they have at the museum. And it is is a little trek. It's about a three-hour drive down there. So the drive down, you know, it's going to be, we're leaving at 7 a.m. Um, we're going to go see the museum and gift shop. They've got a really cool gift shop with a, they have a little, a little doll like her Charlotte doll and (laughs) they have the stuffed bulldog, Jack the bulldog and they've got all kinds of things. The um, museum is crammed full of lots of hands-on things and from the Laura Ingalls books and from the TV series. Uh, Then we're going to take a little driving tour of Walnut Grove and for those of you who remember the series at one point uh 
Laura's pa donated a bell for the church, and we're all going to get to ring the bell. Uh, we're going to take a walk out on the prairie a little bit and see some wildflowers and prairie grass so that you can understand what that was like. Wow. That's we're so going to have lunch provided by Nellie's Deli <laughs> in a commemorative lunch pail. Oh, and then get to take um, with them, huh? Yes, ma'am. And then on the way back, we're stopping, we're breaking up the return trip a bit, and we're stopping at Turner Hall, which is the oldest restaurant tavern in Minnesota, and we're going to have dinner there. And then we are going to a place called Minnesota's Largest Candy Store, which really is huge. I have never seen anything I mean, and they have everything from, of course, they have candy, but they have the old-fashioned glass bottles of soda. They've got the old penny candies. They've got homemade pies. They've got bread mixes and cake mixes and fudge. Oh, my God. I mean, and oils and vinegars and olives and home. I had the best taffy apple I've ever had in my life there. You know, just all kinds of stuff. Better bring an extra suitcase. Yes, I think (laughs) that might be a good idea. Uh, not interested in going to Laura Ingalls Wilder. We have another tour Friday night, and this has been a little bit of a change from what we initially had, what I had initially talked about. But sometimes you, the, it happens. You know, the best laid plans, and we are going to Canterbury Park, which is a horse racing park, and they also have one of the largest card rooms in the Midwest, and they have braille cards, so anybody who's a poker fan can go play poker. And we're having dinner there. And Friday night is their seafood buffet with crab legs and shrimp scampi and several other different kinds of fish entrees. However, they also carved um, steak and all kinds of other goodies if you're not a seafood person. And uh, we'll get to watch the horse racing and have a, a betting window handy uh-huh. and uh, you can or you can also go to the card room and play cards so that's going to be a fun friday evening cool on saturday morning we are going to the guthrie theater in downtown minneapolis and the guthrie does a really cool thing they have they call it their sensory tour where you can go backstage and you can feel the scenery They'll have some costumes out there that you can feel. Um, You just get a whole behind-the-scenes look. They'll talk to you about the play and give you some of the history that it's based on. We'll have lunch there, and then we will have an audio-described performance of South Pacific. Oh, yeah. And I don't know about you, but ever since we've been planning this tour, I have the South Pacific soundtrack running through my head. I love it. It's beautiful. So that's going to be Saturday. Uh, along, in addition to that, on Saturday, anybody heard of the uh, Mall of America? Yes, it's, on QBC. Yes, it's this mall in uh, just outside of Minneapolis that has uh, four stories of shops, restaurants, an amusement park, an aquarium. It's huge. God. It is still, I believe, the largest mall in the United States. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have a bus that's going to take people over there. We're going to leave at 10.15 in the morning and come back at 5.30 at night. So so you have all day to shop till you drop. Oh, my goodness. We're also doing our 
ever popular city bus tours on Saturday and on Sunday, and these are really cool. We have a step-on guide. They're two or two and a half hours, depending on the city bus tour, and we go around and uh, we don't stop and get off, but we learn about the history of the city that we're visiting. Mm-hmm. So that's always interesting. Uh, Sunday morning, we are going fishing on a Minnesota lake. We'll be in four-person fishing boats, so it'll be three people and your fishing guide, and you can catch fish. They'll have a fishing tournament for the largest and the longest and the, you know, all, all different categories. We'll have pictures uh, and a box lunch that you can take on the fishing boat. So, uh, you know, you can't come to Minnesota without going fishing. So if you catch something, then what? If you catch something, they will send it for you if you want to take something home. They can't clean it on the dock. That's just part of the regulations. But they can put it in dry ice and ship it home for you if you catch a huge one or if you want to take it with you, they can, you know, put it in dry ice. You probably wouldn't want to take it back to the hotel, but they did say if you catch catch what we call in Minnesota a lunker, which would be a big fish, you can have it shipped home and they'll be happy to make those arrangements for you. It is basically catch and release but they yeah. will um, and they'll they'll weigh your fish and measure your fish so okay so that's gonna be fun um then we are going on sunday also to something called the franconia tax tactile that's easy for me to say sculpture garden to the franconia tactile sculpture garden and what this is is it is a artist-in-residence colony where they have several artists who will be there through the summer, and they are making these huge sculptures. I mean, they're bigger than life-size, and they use all different media, and it's all tactile, and you can walk around the sculpture garden, and the artists-in-residence will be there, and they'll discuss their artwork, and you can get up close and personal with the sculptures that they make. So it's going to be, I have not been there, but the people who saw it really enjoyed it. And, of course, we're going to have lunch there, too. Cool. Monday and Thursday, for those of you who are adventurous and don't mind getting up early, like (laughs) 4.15 a.m., because that's when we have to leave, we are going on a hot air balloon ride. Oh, my gosh. I was talking to somebody about this the other day, and they wondered if it was a blind pilot. Well, no, I don't believe so. <laughs> um, we're going, as I said, we're leaving at 4.15 in the morning, and we are driving out to Stillwater, Minnesota, which is along the banks of the St. Croix River, and we're taking a sunrise hot air balloon ride. So that's going to be very wow. cool. How many now, people can fit in this? Well, that's we have several different balloons. I think we put a limit of 22 on the tour because we don't have and I it says on the registration and I'm going to tell you all now I am going to have to contact those of you who sign up for the hot air balloon because for the balloons to be balanced they need to have weight estimates of people so I'm not being nosy (laughs) but I'm going to call and get people's weight so that we can make sure that we have I mean depending on what our weight ratio is maybe we can take a couple extra maybe we can't you know we're just going to have to see so i'll get all that information to the balloon 
So uh, how many pilot. people can fit per, per balloon? I mean, is it one person per? No, with- no, it's about, it's four to eight, depending on the size of the balloon. Okay. With the ones that we have anyway, that we're using. Wow. So That's it's going to be fun. Now, the only problem with that tour, anybody who knows anything about hot air ballooning, it is very subject to the weather mm-hmm. and winds. Hopefully, if we're canceled, we'd know the night before. It is a possibility that we'll get out there and not be able to go. And I'm just telling you that now because, you yeah. know, I want you to be aware of that. And we will um, be able to do, a, we may not be able to do a full refund, but we can certainly do a partial refund. If we go all the way out there, we have the bus costs, you know, so we can't give you all that back, but we can give you, a, we'll give you a partial refund on the on the tour you mean if it's because of weather if it's because of weather yes but if you know and in advance if, if we know, know in advance there'll be a full refund yeah and what about like with the weight issue when would you know who can and who can't go i'll contact people right as people register i'll contact you and i'll be in contact with the company yeah okay. so we'd know well before the convention mm-hmm. okay because i have a feeling this is one that's going to sell out very oh quickly. yeah i bet <laughs> And how long, so how long will that one last? Uh, we'll be back right about in time for general session. Oh, boy. <laughs> Start your day up in the air. Yep. and yeah. Yep. So I, have you ever done it? I've, I've no. done it, and it's really, it's, it's amazing when, when the burner is on in the balloon to keep it aloft. You know, it's a little loud, but when the burner isn't on because it kind of cycles on and off, you can, it's so quiet, wow. and you can hear people talking from down below. You oh, can hear a dog barking. Oh. I was on a hot air balloon one time, <clears throat> and somebody grabbed me an acorn off the top of a tree. Mm. I mean, it's really, really very cool. And do you stay in an upright position? Yes, you're standing. Oh, you're standing? Yes. Oh, I thought you're you were sitting. in like a waist-high basket i guess is the best way to wow. refer to it wow okay and is it is it like tilting at all no i don't remember it okay. you feel bit tilty i it seems to me it's been a number of years that i've done it but it seems to me you didn't you know feel you didn't feel a sensation of falling or tilting okay. or anything wow that's amazing so, okay what fun so debbie are you signing up for that i don't think so <laughs> I think I'll be pretty busy. <laughs> but that's um, really interesting. We're also doing another tour to the Mall of America or a trip to the Mall of America on Sunday on Monday. And Monday afternoon, it's the fourth of July, we're doing a beach party. Oh. We're going to a local lake where they have a lifeguard and we can swim or play in the sand. We've got a pavilion there. We're going to bring in hamburgers and hot dogs and have an old-fashioned cookout and just hang out. And I can't imagine too much of a better thing to do on the 4th of July than go to the beach. And how long will that last? That is, we're leaving at 4.15 and coming back at 9.15. So we'll have the whole evening there. That's Monday? That's Monday, July 4th. Cool. Yep. So, and it doesn't get dark here at that time of year till after nine o'clock. So, you know, it's going to be light and nice and fun. And oh, so see, you really that. are the convention mama. You're just thinking uh-huh. of everything. 
I try well. I I've, I've got a lot of help with with Rhonda Trot, my our yeah. brand new tour coordinator person who's been doing a great job by the way. Oh, that's so great. Um on Tuesday we are doing a we're calling it our cathedral tour. There are two very historic cathedrals, one in downtown Minneapolis and one in St. Paul. They're both over 100 years old. They both have amazing architecture, amazing things that you can touch, um, great history. And at the cathedral in St. Paul, the organist is going to come in and play the pipe organ for us. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be very interesting and yeah. very Fun. We are also on Tuesday going to the Minnesota Landscape Arboretum, and we'll have lunch there. We'll take a tram around the arboretum where they'll describe everything through. This is a, it's it's huge. It's acres and acres of gardens, oh. and they have in particular they have their sensory garden, and they have their fragrance garden. They've got a lot of herb gardens. We'll have tour guides will teach us about a myriad of plants and um, as I said we'll have lunch there and it's just a beautiful setting I think people will really enjoy it gosh that's wonderful uh, Tuesday night we're going to a twins game Minnesota Twins outdoor baseball wow so any of baseball fans baseball fans they're playing the Oakland A's and when you get to the park don't get rid of your ticket because your ticket will have a $15 food voucher for any of the food vendors at the park. Oh, boy. So you can get your get whatever you want. That's right. Hot dogs and oh. Cracker Jacks. and. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> also, Tuesday evening, RSVA is doing, Randolph Shepherd Vendors is doing a trip to Mystic Lake Casino. For those of you who like slots and any wow. other casino-related activities, and that is open to anyone. You don't have to be an RSVA member. You can certainly, they're happy to have anyone come and join the group going out to the casino. So that's going to, Tuesday's going to be a busy day. On uh, Wednesday, we are going to the Pavic Museum of Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. And what this is, is, all the old-time radio, old-time TV, all the old equipment, um, artif- ar- the broadcasting artifacts uh, tells the story of 20th century radio and television, um, learn about audio recordings, the voices that first found their way to, the, to our homes, uh, place your hands on old recording equipment, Nickelodeons and gramophones. I mean, they've got it all. I have to tell you that um, Brian Charlson went this fall when the convention committee and the board was in Minneapolis, and I had him go with a couple people to the Pavic, and I think they had to drag him out of there. (laughs) And I said, well, Brian, would you like to write up a little description for me for this tour? Because he had gone, and I hadn't, and I thought I'd like to, you know, get his feedback. Well... I said, Brian, I can't use this seven-page write-up. <laughs> he thought it was the best thing ever. Oh, that's fun. So it has a very ringing endorsement from, as he good. refers to himself, our first dude. That We are having, as always on Wednesdays, the ever-popular K 
Candy Lovers Tour, and we have two legs of that, one leaving at 12.15, one leaving at 1.45, and we're going to Abdullah Candy. Um, they've been making chocolate in the Twin Cities oh since gosh. 1909. Uh, fourth generation candy makers, and they have everything from candy dish favorites like non and mint melties to toffee to individual chocolates and chocolate bars and chocolate-covered oh potato chips and oh. even sugar-free candy. Uh-oh. And uh, they'll give us an overview, verbal overview about the candy-making process, and then they'll set us loose to buy, to buy. candy. <laughs> Are they going to give and samples? Buy and buy. <laughs> so, um... I think there might be, yes. <laughs> so this is different than that candy store you talked about. I mean, yes, t- yes. Yeah. This is just candy. That the candy love the Minnesota's largest candy store is a stop that we're making on the way back from Laura Ingalls Wilder and it has everything. Mm-hmm. But this Not is a candy. candy store and this is where they actually make it. Right. Right. Wow. And that it's sounds- mainly candy. Mhm. So that's going to, and everybody always, Wednesdays has always been our candy lovers tour, and people really like that. Good thing you're doing two uh, of them. Yes. Yes, and they always sell out. Thursday, we are going to the Minnesota State Academy for the Blind and get to see the campus of our school. And we'll get to see everything from the dorms to the gym to their state of the art recording studio that they have. And across the parking lot is our. Minnesota Library. So we'll get to see how all the books are processed and stored and get a great tour of both of these facilities and lunch. And if you don't want to go quite so far afield, uh, we have a shorter tour on Thursday to, it's called the Backen Museum of Electricity. And it's really very interesting. They have all things electricity, and they do have a lot of hands-on. You'll learn a lot of history. They have a movie about how the Frankenstein came to being when Mary Shelley, you know, wrote her book about Frankenstein, and uh, they have a gift shop with all kinds of little science-y things in it. It's, it's a very interesting tour. Thursday evening, we are going to, and I was contacted by a women's group, and they said, you know, we understand you're having your convention here, and we'd like to take some people. Minnesota is the land of 10,000 lakes, and we'd like to take some people walking around one of the local lakes. And so what this evolved into is a Thursday evening. You can walk around the lake if you'd like, and or you can just sit and enjoy the ambience out by the lake on a park bench and then we will have dinner and then they're going to have they have a concert in the park we don't know yet i have not seen their schedule so i don't know yet what the music's going to be but they always have you know lovely concerts so we're going to be have an evening you can take a roll and just enjoy the concert in the park how cool yeah that sounds like fun. we don't we don't have any tours on Friday because we have our all-day general session, but Saturday we have two tours, the final Saturday of the convention, July 9th, and we are going on Saturday morning afternoon to a brewery tour for any of you who are interested in learning about the beer brewing process, and we will have a tasting <laughs> with lots of samples, but they're also going to let us taste things like yeast and hops and learn about how those things 
impacts beer and what okay. what they add to the beer production. So it's going to be very interesting behind the scenes tour. Mm-hmm. And then we're stopping at a local restaurant for lunch. And then Saturday evening, we are going on a Mississippi Riverboat cruise where we'll have a great dinner with uh, barbecue chicken and ribs and all the go-withs, including peach cobbler for dessert, and uh, they'll have a jazz band, blues jazz band, and you can sit out on the deck and purchase a cocktail if you want, or just sit out there and enjoy the ambience of being outdoors, or if you'd rather stay inside where the food will be served, there's tables in there, you can sit, and they have uh, narration that kind of talks about the history of the river and tells you about what you're going past, so that's going to be our final Saturday night tour. So if you can't find a tour or four <laughs> you want to go to during this convention, I don't know. <laughs> and there are people who come primarily just for a whole bunch of tours, aren't there? Yes, there that's, are. That's yeah. why I said I think that's the first question I get about the convention. Wow. Here's Deb's chat with Carla Rushable, the ACB treasurer, and the driving force behind the ACB Mini Mall. They'll be talking about things you can get at our mini mall at convention and also things that you can buy through the mini mall online. Now, this is not to be confused with the Mall of America. Very, very happy to have Carla Rushable here, who has so many hats she wears. And uh, Carla, I think our plan is that you're going to talk to us about the mall at this point in time, right? Right, right. Okay. Mini mall. Yay. We're going to kind of spotlight both the mall and the convention, which is where most people buy their things from the mini mall, but we're also going to talk a little bit about what's coming up in the mini mall online and via telephone. So um, let's begin by by just a, a little glimpse of the new image that's coming up this year. You know, Debbie, each year we introduce one or two images that go along with the National Convention. Like a theme? Yes. Mm -hmm. That matches the convention theme. This year, the the theme for the 55th Annual ACB Conference and Convention is Land of 10,000 Dreams because we're holding the convention in Minneapolis, Minnesota, which is the land of 10,000 lakes. So, um, we we have a mini mall image that says land of 10,000 dreams. It's a skyline of Minneapolis, and there's an ACB logo that is, I think, between some of the buildings uh, on the skyline, on the image. And so you've got the logo, and you've got the the, um, theme of the convention. We're going to have a number of items in the mini mall, as usual, with that picture on them. There will be tote bags. There will be a gym bag. There will be bags. Um, We'll have computer bags. Um, And also there will be some mugs. There will be one or two new mugs this year. There will also be uh, a mug that we introduced last year, which is a white mug uh, on the outside with the picture and the inside are is a different color. So um, they are available in a green, there's a blue one, there's a yellow one, and 
um, there's one that says red, but it's really kind of an orangish red color. And that was very popular. Those mugs are stackable. So you can either buy them individually or you can, you know, make yourself a set. Um, they were very popular last year because people bought them as gifts. They were just a little bit unusual from the, you know, kind of just the standard mug that you find. We're also going to have, um, if all plans go as we think they will go, we will have a new 20-ounce mug for those people that love oh. big servings. I was going to ask you, I love big mugs, so I was wondering what these are like. 20 ounces, huh? It's a 20 ounce. We are getting, at this point, a sample of this mug. It will be a white mug with the Minneapolis design on it. and uh, Meaning the, the theme about... Uh, about yes, the 10,000 dream. 10,000, yeah. Yes, the picture. And that will be on that mug. I'll be there at the store. I'm coming to the mall. Great. All right. <laughs> uh, there'll be a number of other things as well. We will have the ACB luggage tags again. Mm-hmm. And these we introduced last year. And actually, people may want to get them ahead of time. These are really cool, fun luggage tags. Um, there's one that's shaped like an airplane. And it has the ACB logo on the side where normally the name of the airline would be. So it looks like it's ACB Air, really, you know. I love and it. And the wings, you can get them in your favorite color. There's a, one with blue wings. There's one with black, one with red. And I think the other one is green. And um, I will tell you, we marked our uh, bags with those jet plane luggage tags there's it's on the other side you can put your contact information and we use those for our trips um, to the mid-year and also to the um, Minnesota fall board meeting last last year and Debbie there when we got went to get off the plane the flight attendant said when they were bringing up our you know how you sometimes have to leave your bags at, at the, the plane side and I'm always oh, nervous yeah. that somebody else will take my bag. And the flight yeah. attendant says to the person getting the bag, "Oh, there's a, there's is the tag with a with an airplane on it." That was I love it. But I wanted to have happen, you know. Yep. Well, yep. Plus, you know, if you're feeling them. Yes, but it was very identifiable, and it's a very sturdy. It's a plastic. It's kind of a matte finish, plastic in the shape of a plane. And then the um, the the little uh, thing that you know you put it on. It's like a a strap. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a plastic strap that folds around and it buckles. And it's a little tricky to buckle the first time uh, because the end of the strap goes through the other uh, end, and then mm-hmm. underneath it snaps, so it's not going to come loose. The other okay. luggage tag that we have that is exactly the same material and strap, um, but it's shaped like a flip-flop or a sandal. <laughs> it's really fun. And they're in, we have them in ten different colors, so you can have one to match every outfit you're going to wear, you know. And so, <laughs> you can make your luggage tag match what you're wearing if you want. But I mean, well, you know what? What I'm thinking is people could use these for identifying different other things besides yeah. luggage, backpacks, 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, how many do you get at a, or how, what, how, they, do they, one, or? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, they, we're going to run a convention special on them prior to the convention. Um, mm-hmm. People will be able to order them, uh, and we'll, we'll, you know, get them right out to them. Um, they are their regular price is eight dollars, but we're going to run a convention special uh, at six dollars, and um, and the shipping will be very very uh, low because we can put several in one pack, of course. So it's just very small. Mm-hmm. And they ship in an envelope. So shipping would probably be, um, oh, shipping rates just went up, but it's probably going to be about $4 to ship. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, whether you buy one or you buy five or six. And yeah. they really are, they are wonderful. So you can pick your favorite colors. We're big Kentucky, University of Kentucky fans, so we have blue ACB airplanes, you know, <laughs> they're white with blue wings. Uh, but there you go. It's your favorite college color or jet blue. <laughs> you can do that too. <laughs> that's a neat. That's that's something pretty cool. Now, here's another neat thing that's going to happen. Um, we are just finishing up the image. Uh, I just emailed it off to a couple of people for their final feedback on it this morning as we're chatting. It just it just went to them. And so coming up by about the 10th of May will be items in the mini mall online that you can purchase now so you would be able to show up in Minneapolis carrying your Land of 10,000 Dreams bag or, mm-hmm. um, you know, with your ACB Jet Air um, luggage tag, or um, you know, wearing a um, well, you don't want to wear a sweatshirt in July. Um, I want to wear t-shirts in a minute, but but you know, there's all kinds of you can get um, you know other shirts if you would like. Um, there's mugs. You can have your travel mug with the design on it. Uh, mm-hmm. You might want um, you might want a, a, a water bottle. There's just numerous items. And if we don't have something that you're looking for on the website or or whatever, then uh, if you give us a call, we might can uh, we we might have that product. Uh, it's yeah. We just have so many things. It's impossible to put them all up there. That is so great. Yes. So now let me tell you about the t-shirts. Okay. The last few years, um, let's see, I guess since 2012 or 2013, uh, the last three years, we have had the um, the T-shirts with the special convention scenes on them. Uh, like in Las Vegas, we had one with the Las Vegas skyline. Um, we had the uh, Discovery T-shirts in Columbus, and you can still get some of those, uh, and they don't have the, uh, the Columbus shirt, uh, does not have Columbus on it, so we're still selling on some of those uh, Discovery, let's see, it says Discovering mm-hmm. the World with ACB or something like that. Okay. Anyway, um, but we've had t-shirts with those, and then there's been the official convention t-shirt that has had the sponsors on the back and has said American Council of Blind 
what convention it is and all that on the front. Well, this year we are merging those two things because do you know how confusing it is to have five or six different T-shirts in different mm-hmm. colors for black wow. people coming to the mall to pick from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we love choice, okay? But yeah. to, be, to try to do that in the middle of a busy convention is really difficult. So what we're doing this year is we are merging, combining the two T-shirts into one. So the official convention shirt will have the sponsors on the back, and they will have the Land of 10,000 Dreams on the front with the Minnesota skyline image. But it will also say, you know, 55th Annual Convention, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. American Council of the Blind. So it's like the two T-shirts in one. And we'll be able to order those as usual, through the convention registration process, and then pick them up at the mini mall. And we will also have some at the mini mall, but to guarantee that your size will be there, it would be a good thing to order it through the uh, convention registration process. Now, And do you sell plus sizes, too, for people um, who... We carry, this shirt comes up to, I think, a 5X. Wow, okay. I believe it'll fit just about anybody. Okay. All right. <laughs> yes. And and you can order through the registration process uh up through the five X. And we mm-hmm. also they also come in youth sizes. So um last in what year, sizes? In youth sizes. Uh, sizes oh. of children. So okay. it be ordered from a child's extra small up to an adult's five X. Cool. Okay. So they're very, very, and it's a very nice shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, last year, uh, someone called me recently and wanted to get a Dallas shirt from last year, one of the official shirts, and mm-hmm. they all sold out at the convention. So, wow! And you know, get those orders in for that. Mm-hmm. Now that shirt will not be available through the mini mall online um, uh, at this time. We right. We are not posting that one online, but we will post shirts that just have um, the Land of 10,000 Dream image and does not have the the rest of the information on it. So it'll sort of be what we would have carried if we'd, if we'd had, um, uh, you know, if we had extra shirts in the mini mall. And they but come what one of colors. But which ones are ordered at the time you register if you want? That which ones are ordered? Shirt. Um, okay. With, with, that has the conference number, you know, the 55th annual convention, mm-hmm. and the sponsors on the back, and um, that it's really that that's the shirt that we're going to kind of be promoting at, at mm-hmm. the convention. So, okay. So that should be fun, and I think people will really enjoy that. And there will also be some other new things. We are in the process of purchasing. Some new items. Uh, we'll have the, our jackets again. We have. Um, I don't think we're going to have a new jacket this year, but you know how hotels are always cold. So, <laughs> you all get your jackets. We'll have canes as usual. Um, mm-hmm. You can get aluminum or um, graphite standard, you know, folding canes. Um, that we are this year are going to carry them in length from 46 to 60 inches, uh, and we'll also have the ID canes in the same length, 
and we will have roller tips. You can purchase roller tips and uh, teardrop tips separately if you wish. And they'll be available mm-hmm. at the Mini Mall because everybody loses their cane, breaks their cane, drops their cane down an elevator shaft, whatever. That's what they do. <laughs> The first couple of days, all we do is figure out what size cane somebody needs. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, um, let's give the, our phone number uh, that people will be able to call and place orders. It's okay. It's 877-630-7190. And you can reach the Mini Mall online. And remember, don't go looking for the Minneapolis things until after May 10th. But you can reach it online through the ACB homepage at acb.org. And if you have any questions or uh, you would like more information, just feel free to to give us a phone call, check out the Mini-Mall online, or you can email me, if you wish, at Carla. 40206 at gmail.com. That's C A R L A 40206 at gmail.com. That is wonderful, wonderful. I am thrilled and I'm sure, and I'm really impressed. I remember when this mall started and, you know, you have worked so hard on it. And actually, I don't, it started many, many, many years ago as the ACB store. Mm-hmm. I think that first effort was maybe Houston, 2002. Yeah, uh, I think it was. Yes, and, you know, it's it's grown a lot. There was so much hard work that went into it uh, mm-hmm. in the early years. And then we, and we kept trying, and we said we know that people will enjoy some of these things, but, you know, there's, there's no right and wrong way to do it. Right now, we're into all of these the scenes and so on, but sometimes, uh, you know, that then other people people are interested in other things as well. So um, we we welcome everybody to come by and also tell us what you'd like to see there, because we'll always try to try to fill requests if we can. Well, that is wonderful, and I know I'll be there. Okay. <laughs> so, thank you so so much. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to ACB Radio's Affiliates in Action, where we've been featuring our national convention happening in Minneapolis from July 1 to July 9. Please tune in for part two of this coverage, where you'll hear more of the interview with Janet Dickelman and Friends in Art.